0: Your favorite meals on wheels The menu is disgusting And it's full of special deals Nothing here is good for you So grab yourself a tray Cause food's a little funny At the Clown Cafe Drop on by The Clown Cafe Drop on by The Clown Cafe Lobble up your order quick before it runs away Cause food's a little funny at the Clown Café Why not visit after school and have yourselves a bite? An appetizer, an appetizer, certain to delight We haven't done it right unless it makes your teeth decay Cause food's a little funny at the Clown Café Drop on by the Clown Café drop on by the clown cafe the grub is downright gruesome but your appetites obey cause food's a little funny food's a little funny food's a little funny at the clown
1: Hello and welcome to the Pod of the Damned, where the horror commentary is so hot it comes straight from hell. I'm your host, Ian, and spooky season may be over, but that's not going to stop us from continuing to bring you our horror commentary over a variety of different horror movies for the rest of the year. This is the beginning of November and in November we're talking all about sequels. Sequels to some of your favourite and potentially least favourite horror movies. We're kicking things off with a minisode, we're talking about the, one of the newest releases into the horror fandom, we're talking about... Terrifier 2. Before I get into that, though, don't forget if you would like to support us on social media, you can do so on Twitter at Damned Podcast. We're on Facebook and Instagram at Pod of the Damned. And you can also support us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Pod of the Damned. If you would like to send us an email, you can email us at pod of the damned at gmail.com. Throughout the course of November as well, don't forget, voting will be open for all of our end of year horror awards. Uh, so you can go onto our Twitter, go onto our Instagram and you can vote for categories such as the Best Movie of the Year, Director, Lead Performer, Supporting Performer, Cinematography, Horror Hall of Fame and Most Unexpected Success. And let me tell you, Terrifier 2 features, I think, in most of the categories this year. It really has came a long way. We'll get into it right now. We're talking all about Terrifier 2. So, did you figure out what you're dressing up as tomorrow? He wants to dress up as a real guy who murdered nine people last year.
0: Oh, you're not doing that? It's just a costume. You think that guy's still out there? What's up with you and this clown all of a sudden? You're, like, obsessed. They never found his body. What if he decides to come back here? I wouldn't worry about it. Wait a minute. Aren't you that guy from the costume shop? Sir, what are you doing? It wasn't me. He was covered in blood on his shirt and his hands when he got here I'm telling you it was him, Ellie, right down to the little black dot on the tip of his nose You're really weird, you know that? (laughs) I believe him. About what? Something really bad's gonna happen tonight. No, I I know when Jonathan's lying, okay? I,
1: I could hear it in his voice. Something's... something's wrong.
0: Look, we're gonna have fun. Mm -hmm. Stress-free environment. Speaking of surprises, kids, we have a very special guest with us today. All the way from Miles County, please welcome Art the Clown.
1: This movie was released in 2022, was directed by Damien Leone and stars Lauren Lavera. David Howard Thornton, and Elliot Fulham. The IMDB plot is as follows. After being resurrected by a sinister entity, Art the Clown returns to the timid town of Miles County, where he targets a teenage girl and her younger brother on Halloween night. Tagline for this movie, who's laughing now? Now, for anyone, obviously, we've never talked about Terrifier or Art the Clown um, as a franchise or a movie on this podcast, but anyone that's listened to me talk on other podcasts well no, what a huge fan of Terrifier I was. I really thought for the the budget of the movie that the the final product that we got was frankly incredible and I don't think it's going to come to much surprise to a lot of you that I feel very much the same about Terrifier 2. I mentioned just before introing the movie there that, you know, this features on most of our end of year horror award nominations it's up for best movie it's made the final cut for best movie that Damien Leone's made the final cut for best director both Lauren Levera and David Howard Thornton, I believe, have made the final cut for Best Lead Performer. David Howard Thornton's also made the cut for Best Supporting Performer. It's up for Most Unexpected Success and Best Cinematography as well. So it literally has made final nominations in every single one of our end-of-year horror award categories. And when you think of... You think of some of the movies that are in there, you know, you're you're talking about your screams and your Halloween ends and your Hellraisers and, you know, X and Pearl and some of these other movies that have done so well, Black Phone and things like that, that will have had significantly bigger budgets than this. For Terrifier 2 to really sort of push through and get itself up there with all of those names, frankly, for me, is incredible and is one of the reasons why we, as horror fans, need to continue to push and support you know, f- uh, uh, fan-funded, independent horror, because this is the kind of thing we can get. Now, I will predicate this by saying that I completely understand. Things like Terrifier 2 are not going to be for everyone in the horror fandom. Not ev- A lot of people out there do not like gore-heavy horror movies, and Terrifier 2 is most certainly a gore-heavy horror movie, just like Terrifier was as well. But... You know, there, there is a place for that in horror. You know, there's so uh, I have seen the criticisms out there of Terrifier 2 across the social media, albeit in the minority, by and large. I think the majority of the fans who have gone out and watched this and support this have really loved it. They're of course in the minority. There are people out there who will criticise this for just being gore heavy. But there, there's still a place for that in horror, just like there's a place for what is your so-called Elevated horror movies, just like there's a place for jump scare heavy horror movies, just like there's a place for found footage and home invasion and slashers and every single other subgenre of horror you can find. Um I've said on a previous podcast before, when Terrifier came out, that I really felt that we potentially could have one of the new icons of horror in Art the Clown. And boy, hasn't the reaction to this movie not just proved that now he has arrived. Art of the Cloud is the newest icon of horror. He can he is now there in conversations with some of the some of the bigger guns, you know? You might not quite be up you know, and, and again, I I almost hesitate to say this because I've seen it again across socials, people saying that Terrifier 2 was far, far better than Halloween Ends and blah, blah, blah. But they're they're, they're just very different movies, in my opinion. Personally, I really liked Halloween Ends as well. I loved ha- Terrifier 2. Michael Myers is always going to be, for me, the ultimate horror icon, just because of what that has meant to horror over 44 years. Art the Clown, though, can be in those conversations when you're talking about Michael, Freddy, Jason, Pinhead, Chucky, Ghostface... You know Samara, all of these icons of horror, Art the Clown, is now should rightfully now be involved in all of those conversations. Some of the sequences of this movie are, and you know, I think we've all seen it. If 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 you know, for for some of us who are maybe more serious horror fans, we'll have all seen the news reports. We'll have all heard the stories of people passing out and fainting and throwing up in the theaters to this movie and. You know, you see those sorts of things about movies over the years and you kind of take it with a pinch of salt. But when you look at some of the sequences in this movie, you sit there and you definitely have a little bit of, fuck yeah, I can see why. One of the things I think this movie was always going to struggle was how do they top the the, the, the hacksaw scene from the first movie? How do you chop literally sawing someone in half from ass to head? you know, and when you talk about uh, the bedroom scene with Ali, boy, they really fucking went for it, you know, it was, the the violence and the gore is up at hyper levels, you do not want, this movie is not for the faint of heart, if you, you know, are not particular fan of gore in this movie, you know, um, this is a movie to be avoided, but for those of you out there who love it, you know, you will absolutely revel in this. I've seen some people criticise a little bit of maybe the the, the runtime of this movie, saying that it's over long. Um, you know, it is a long, much significantly longer movie than the first, you know, I think it clocks in at two hours and uh, 21 minutes, I think. I think the uncut version is also significantly longer again, so uh, yeah, it is incredibly long, but no, and there probably is a sequence or two that could be shortened here or there, but that's kind of by the by for me. Um, there was no point when I've watched this, and I've watched this a few times now, there's absolutely no point in this where I sat there and I felt bored. Where I felt like, oh, you know, this is maybe starting to overstay its welcome a little bit, or, you know, it's, it's maybe time for them to, they should be wrapping this movie up, or, you know, something like that um at no point did i actually feel that way so you know i was i was i was very i was very pleased by that because it, that that's definitely something that could have happened you know when a horror movie goes that long and it's and you know it's much more on the gore heavy side rather than potentially some other metric that you can you can judge it by that's always going to be a potential issue when it comes to the movie when it comes to the performances in this movie you know I think Lauren Levera does a fantastic job she is a great final girl I really thought she did an excellent excellent job I think um Elliot Fulham as Jonathan did a really good job I actually think you know there's really not a real sort of standout bad performance in this movie. I think everyone did a really good job, so kudos to the cast. There was plenty of callbacks to the original. You know, we've got horror royalty making an appearance in Felissa Rose. For wrestling fans, there's a post credit scene where we've got Chris Jericho. There literally is, I think, just a little bit of something for everyone in this movie. It's got a killer soundtrack. I know it's not officially on the soundtrack, but the Clown Cafe song that I played at the start of the episode, will has been stuck in my head ever since um, I first started watching this movie. So, yeah, for me, this is my kind of horror. It really is. This is just so up my street uh, in terms of what I want to see from a horror movie. Don't get me wrong, I love, you know, again, what is quoted as you know elevated horror movies as well I love slasher films I love home you know you've 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 listened to me bang on about horror movies for a number of years now you know I I love horror films of all varieties but this this is so up my street and I'm just absolutely in love with Art the Clown as a horror villain and we really see him Sort of we, I mean we still don't really get the backstory from him. We we're gonna we're gonna get a Terrifier three, let's be real. Um But David Howard Thornton does such a fantastically incredible job at really bringing to life the character of David Howard Thornton. And we see him do so much more and get into so much more situations and become even more creative and wacky and wild and wonderful than we've ever seen him in, in, you know, All Hallows Eve or in Terrifier as well. So, you know, I've got to give massive, massive kudos to to David Howard Thornton, to Damien Leone, and to, you know, everyone else that had to act off and on of him. Obviously, um, this is one of our mini-sodes, so we're not going to get too deep into all of the issues with this movie. The whole point of these mini-sodes is for me to just give a brief overview generally of new releases. And this is a movie that we probably will cover uh, in more depth and detail further down the line, but I wanted to get my sort of more immediate thoughts out there for you guys, which is why we're giving it to you uh, as a mini-sode. With that being said, um, you know, when it comes to potential criticisms of the film, yes some of those like i'm always going to be a practical effects over cgi kind of guy yes some of the practical effects maybe don't look as good as and um, you know you might see in other films like yeah, the budget of this movie was so fucking tiny and it's supposed to be you know I, you know i've seen damien lomi and david howard thornton you know i'm you know, in the, some of the same sort of Facebook groups as them, and see them on social media all the time. You know, they some it's supposed to be a little bit sort of cheesy, over the top, maybe not looking hundred percent clean cut. So you know, you've got to give them kudos for that as well. I really don't have a major criticism of this film. I understand why there might be certain people out there give it who feel that this is maybe you know a little bit too long, that it maybe overstays its welcome a little bit if you don't particularly like this kind of film in terms of gore levels then obviously again I can see why you might dislike it um again that's not the focus I'm really happy that they went deeper into a storyline and a plot in this movie we we've, we've previously talked about despite my love for the first one how you know it's 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 a movie with a relatively thin plot um and they definitely flesh that out here which again for me is a big big positive with all that being said, we'll move on. We'll do a tiny little bit of trivia. uh we'll talk about some of the things in and around this movie with this movie at a budget of a quarter of a mil- a quarter of a million dollars, which is absolutely nothing. It was partly crowd funded, so you know this really is a love letter, a love project for horror fans, and Damien Leone and David Howard, you know, they are horror, they love horror, they are horror fans, and you can really see the passion that goes into this, and again, I think that's one of the reasons why, you know, it has the fandom, it does, you know, it got a very limited theatre release in the US, And every single week, it just kept getting extended and extended, and you know, for weeks, it's become this sort of little mini phenomenon across America, which is just a wonderful to see. You know, as as horror is often maligned genre by you know film critics and the wider film industry Um, it's so wonderful to see that happen Uh, at the time of recording this episode it had grossed uh, worldwide in the region of 7.8 million dollars which from a quarter of a million dollar budget is absolutely incredible Um, and I'm sure that number will continue to rise slightly further as well and that you know it's but that's before you're talking about merchandise and DVD sales and streaming rights and things like that. It's it's absolutely incredible what this movie has gone and done. Uh, as I said, it's reportedly so violent and gory people have vomited and fainted inside movie theatres, um, with even ambulances being called at times. Uh, Damien Leone was uh, doing an interview with a bl- uh, bloody disgusting podcast, The Boo Crew, uh, saying that David Howard Thornton was actually very active in writing arcs character, Uh, and that him and Leone brainstormed a lot of the kills together and obviously the filming of this movie was affected due to the COVID-19 pandemic and so they used that as an opportunity to expand upon pre-existing kills in the film so they really they really sort of sat down got their heads together and really developed this character of art and some of the things that he was I was going to say say he obviously doesn't say anything but some of the things that he does some of the actions that he makes and you know even there's even some you know some iconic imagery already from this movie you're talking about you know Um, Art the Clown at the sunglasses rack, trying on all the different sunglasses, for example. Uh, The acid that Art throws um, into Brooke's face was, uh, I I, I might not be able to pronounce this, fluoroantimonic acid, which is apparently known as a super acid, one of the strongest acids in the world, and uh, coming into direct contact with it would likely kill you. So, there you go. it's almost an hour longer than its predecessor, 57 minutes, Terrifier being uh, 1 hour 21 minutes long, and this coming in 2 hours and 18 minutes, with apparently the uncut version being considerably longer. And finally, um, apparently, according to IMDB, Lauren levera is trained in martial arts, so therefore she did all of her own stunts in this movie. So just a few little tidbits for you there. We'll move on, we'll get into the ratings and the reviews. Um, we'll start off with the critics as always. IMDb at the moment, I've got this at a six point four. Metacritic, I've got it at seven point seven. The Rotten Tomatoes critics love this at eighty eight percent, which is absolutely incredible. The Rotten Tomatoes audience also loving this with an eighty three percent. Again, these are absolutely incredible scores for this movie. I just um, I did, I, I should have looked this up before I started recording, but I am just gonna go quickly um look up the scores for terrifier if you go on to rotten tomatoes currently terrifier sits with a 56 percent from the critics and a 54 percent from the audience which still given the budget and what they did with that movie i think is a really really um you know it's a pretty good score but you go to terrifier 2 um, and, you know, that's just absolutely blowing it out the fucking park at the moment, so well done to them. Critics' consensus, Terrifier 2 outdoes the original in every way, which makes it bad news for the squeamish, but a bloody good time for genre enthusiasts. The audience says, Hardcore slasher fans may wonder why Terrifier 2's gore was so heavily hyped, but they'll also enjoy the old-school horror in Art the Clown's second act. We always throw it out to you guys, our listeners and uh, our followers on social media, asking what you guys think. Obviously, when I threw this out, this was very much brand new out at the theatre, so we've only got a few replies, but our friend Boomer, a uh, friend of the show, it was much better than the first one. With that being said, it was overly long and ultimately unsatisfying due to um, unexplained plot points. There is going to be some of that explained in some special features I would like to add uh, on the, the 4K or Blu-ray release, and then of course... Um, it's been rumoured that a lot will be explained in Terrifier 3, however thank the gods, Boomer says Um, of Halloween, this one actually has a plot, NYC Cinema Confidential says bloody as fuck but the story left me wanting, could have shortened the chase scene to all in all, a major triumph for extreme indie cinema pretty killer podcast Best horror movie of 2022, and finally Joe Smart liked it way better than I expected because the misogyny of the first one left a sour taste in my mouth by the end. The two and a half hour running time is a bit much, mostly very good with some cool Tom Savini-style practical gore effect. So you can see, yes, there might be a few nitpicks here and there, and that comes down to people's personals, which is absolutely fine and valid, And um, but in by large everyone's got positive things to say about this movie which for me is very very telling when it comes to horror personally for me I think this is one of the horror movies of 2022 if I what if I if I if it was up to me um it would definitely be in that final conversation I obviously mentioned that it's it is made the final nominations uh, for our end of year horror awards for Every single category in terms of horror movie slash series of the year, um, you know, if if it was up to me, I would definitely be voting it through to the later rounds. Um, I think in the bracket, it's going up against Smile in the first round, so it's got a tough first round. Um, But you know, if it was down to me, I would definitely be voting for it. But it's up to you guys. Go to our social medias. Vote for Terrifier Two if this is a movie you want to talk about. Uh, If you want to see getting some of our end of year horror awards, and that goes across all categories but it's definitely up there's some great movies in there so it's it's up against it but there's definitely some great great films in there and that's gonna do it for this week's show um that's actually not gonna do it because i didn't actually give my final rating in spite of everything in spite of all that nine out of ten i am definitely going to give terrifier 2 a nine out of ten i think it is exceeded the original I think I love Terrifier, but this just takes things to a whole new level. It's got one of the catchiest fucking songs of the year that I've not been able to get out of my head since i watching it. Nine out of ten for me. And now that's going to do it. For this week's show. As always thank you to all of you guys. Our listeners and followers across our social media platforms. And the podcast. We really really do appreciate your support. Thank you for supporting us through October. uh, and, And beyond. Hopefully we can continue to grow. And continue to bring you some quality reviews and podcasting. Like I said at the start. November is our month of sequels. You guys got your choice of sequels. You guys chose to have us review Child's Play 2. Which we will be doing next week so we'll be doing child's play 2 next week there will be one episode that's not a sequel in this month we've got um, a special guest candy returning to the show to talk about saint maud and then we'll also have mine and nico's picks again towards the end of the month but by and large this month is all about sequels i think you'll be able to guess what december will all be about but we will cross that bridge when we come to it don't forget if you would like to support us across our social media platforms you can do so on twitter at damned podcast so we're on facebook and instagram at pod of the damned and support us on patreon patreon.com forward slash pod of the damned in october we released a patreon exclusive never going to be released mini sod to uh, just our patrons on hellraiser we will be doing at least one of those every single month for you for just one pound um, and you can get access to all of that you also generally will get early releases to a lot as to some of our episodes as well so definitely worth uh you know spending spending your pound or your dollar or wh- whatever currency it is is used but until next week on the pod of the damned just remember you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't
0: Drop on by the Clown Cafe, your favorite meal's on wheels. The menu is disgusting and it's full of special deals. Nothing here is good for you, so grab yourself a tray. Cause food's a little funny at the Clown Cafe. Drop on by the Clown Cafe. Drop on by the Clown Cafe. Bobble up your order quick before it runs away. Cause food's a little funny at the Clown Cafe. Why not visit after school and have yourselves a bite? An appetizing an appetizer, certain to delight. We haven't done and right unless it makes your teeth decay. Cause food's a little funny at the Clown Cafe. Drop on by the Clown Cafe. Drop. On Clown Cafe. The grub is downright gruesome, but your appetites obey. Cause food's a little funny. Food's a little funny. Food's a little funny at the Clown Cafe.